had this amazing idea for a story, but once you scramble to your keyboard and start typing, nothing seems to work. You get lost, and the once fantastic idea sort of fizzles? Yeah, we're going to talk about how to solve that today, and take that nugget of idea, keep its energy, and end up with a finished novel instead of another unfinished manuscript. Ready? If you're a fantasy author, then you've come to the right place. My name is Autumn Bird, and together with Jesper Schmidt, I host this channel. Between us, we've published over 20 books, and our aim is to help you with your writing and marketing endeavors. Right. So if you've written a lot of stories, you usually have a pretty good instinct. If an idea will make a novel, or what to do when you get to that middle, third, where it's after the excitement of the introduction and all that fun, and you have this huge stretch to go to reach the penultimate real excitement of the climax, and everything's just a bit boring and tough to write. But if you are new to novel writing, it can be so hard to gain that experience. And let's face it, the only reason I get through some books when my interest lags because, yes, it can still lag, and I'm writing book 14, 15, 16, and 17, as I mentioned in my intro video a few weeks ago, is by having a strategy that, one, I know works, two, is simple, so I don't spend weeks plotting out something I don't want to write or isn't going to work, and three, is replicable. In other words, I want to know that it'll work for any book I'm writing, because I can switch from epic fantasy to military thriller to dystopian, and I have some plans for some like galactic sci-fi. The good news is that such a technique does exist. It works, it's simple, and I can use it on any genre. Even if you're a pantser, it is worth trying, because it does not require full-out plotting. Instead, think of it as a mental exercise that you put on paper and will help you chart the course for your story and know before you start writing that this idea will actually make a decent story while you're giving it an idea of where you are in the story and what you should be writing right now, which will only help you get to the finish line without getting lost or falling off a cliff on the way. I'm a hybrid writer in that when I get an idea, I want to start writing now. But I've also written enough novels to resist that initial urge. It is a good idea. It won't die, and if I spend some time thinking about it, I only get more excited as the pieces start to fall into place. So I do spend a bit of time working out the story structure and world building before jumping too far. Well, okay, a few scenes might get written while world building, but that just helps me figure out what else I need to build. And if the rules of magic, world building, characters, they're all working together, right? So what is this amazing tool that I keep telling you exists and haven't bothered explaining? It is the seven steps of story structure. Some very perceptive people way, way back figured out that underlying all good stories is the same exact basic framework. Some folks use the three act or five act structure, but I don't like those. Three act still leaves this nebulous middle that tends to swallow novels whole while leaving them languishing on your hard drive, mocking you. Five acts puts the climax in the middle, and well, that isn't where the climax falls in a well-written novel, because after the big epic battle, everyone is ready for a wind-down when the curtains to drop, not another 40,000 words. So the seven steps of story structure gets rid of the mushy middle and sets you on a clear path to get this novel written. And it's once you're familiar with it, you can get a rough outline in about half an hour. Though if you're a plotter, you might want to spend a bit more time, or like me, end up outlining the entire series um, and then knowing how everything fits together over the course of a day. But it's only one day. So let's get started. Number one, 
this is the introduction. And like it says, you want to introduce the character and the world. Though you should start with action, what you don't want to do is start with lots of detail. The reader won't care about any of that until they care about the character. So focus on that. So some problem should be going on that the character needs to solve, but nothing that is pivotal, at least obviously, to the course of the entire novel. No, no save the world sort of thing. Uh, more like I'm running late to the celebration and just dropped the cake, uh, that kind of thing. Write down what daily life problem will be going on in your notes during this opening scene. Now we're on to number two, the inciting incident. Here, that easily relatable problem goes disastrously wrong, or wonderfully right, whatever, but the end result is completely unexpected. Being late to the celebration actually saves the character from the descending horde of invading the village. So he cares about the cake, run for your life. This event turns the character's world upside down. Write down what happens to catapult the character from a normal day into a new reality. That's on to number three. It's the reaction phase. Here, the character is emotionally reacting to what just happened, and you know emotions. They tend to lead us astray. Survival happens by luck, or with help, because your character is in no way prepared to handle this new reality. Write down three events, or more, but start with three, of a near-capture escape stupid mistakes a character will make, and who will help them survive. Number four is the idea, or Dark Knight of the Soul. This is the moment that disastrous event does happen, and the character has to come to some major soul-searching just to realize they are the ones to blame, and they need to do better. They should just give up. Okay, thanks, Old McGrumpy. He is our resident AI co-host because we haven't managed yet to delete his code. Yeah, I don't think your advice would help an author actually complete a novel. Rather the opposite? There are enough books. We don't need more. Think of Old McGrumpy as the voice of doubt in your head, the one you should always ignore. Speaking of which, let's just keep going. If events aren't dire, this phase is more of an epiphany moment when the character realizes their personal problems are tied to the world at large. Write down what pivotal event will be and what the character will realize. It should be linked to the big plot of the novel, like the benevolent Archduke is really a dark sorcerer trying to take over the kingdom and control to the raiding hordes that destroyed the village. Number five is the planning phase. Now the character has a better idea of the big picture and what is at stake. The villain will notice and start actively trying to stop them. So write down what the main character will do to gain the skills, objects, or allies to take down the villain and a few things the villain will do to try to stop him. At least two of each. Number six is the climax. You know what this is. It is the big confrontation between the villain and the hero. The entire book has been building up to this point. So write down whatever you can about this really important event, like where it'll take place, who is fighting, and if you know someone's gonna die. The villain should always win. Well. At least that's how all of your books will end, McGrumpy. Yes, all of the worthless humans would die. So you are more into an apocalyptic genre, I bet. You love Terminator and the Matrix. No, there are still humans. I'd write something different. Writing a novel isn't hard. 
You don't need steps to do it. You're only saying that because you've never actually written a novel, right? Why does it seem like people and AIs who have never attempted anything are the most vocal about how easy it really is to do it? For more in-depth tips on idea development, check out the Ultimate Fantasy Writer's Starter Kit. It's free! It's a video course that will not only help you get started with the novel idea using the seven steps, as well as some key tips on why you should think of the first part of your book as a mini short story. Plus, it also shows you how to avoid other novice pitfalls and provides the tools to help you succeed. Back to the story structure, and we're on to the final step. And number seven is the wrap-up. Just like a workout, there should be a brief cooling off period after the climax before you end the novel, unless you like cliffhangers, which in that case, just skip this part. This is the time to tie up loose ends. If a character fell in love, they, do they get married now or does something tear them apart? Do you want to develop a subplot into a new problem leading to the next book? Write down whatever you think needs to wrap up the big story of the book and anything you want to develop to lead into the next one. See, that isn't too hard. And with that, you will be able to chart your course while writing. Refer back to these notes that you've just written, and when you feel lost, you can see where you are in the seven steps, and then you'll know what needs to be going on to keep the story moving. And plus, you'll have an idea of how far you are from the end, and that could be a motivation too. Stay safe out there and see you next Monday.